What does that mean to you? You in our conversation, you said that you believe that you finally got to the place of mm-hmm. being successfully single. Now it's different from being successful, right? While single, while single, yeah. But you said successfully <laughs> single. What does yes. that mean? Yes, um, I think it. I've just really kind of come to a point where um, I I one hundred percent love myself first and foremost, and um, and I no longer take from myself in order to give love to someone else. I give love to myself and you get the overflow. I'm on a journey to discover, uncover, and recover love. Now as a national playwright, I've penned dozens of shows about relationships. As a filmmaker, I've documented the most beautiful committal of lovers at weddings. And as a divorcee, I know firsthand the gravity of marriage and the pain of its loss. I'm LaTerrasaw Whitfield, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, LaTerrasaw Whitfield. I believe that every individual should master the state of singleness before ever embarking upon marriage. Today, I have a special guest in studio with me. She's an influencer and very talented writer. One of her IG posts caught my attention a couple of months ago. and We've been friends on Facebook and Instagram for quite some time. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. My homie, Tiffany Wade. Thank you. (laughs) Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Tiffany. Yes. Now, typically when I have someone, uh, I normally vet people before I bring them on the podcast. Okay. And um, I'll have like a quick little 10 minute conversation with them just to see where their head is at Mm -hmm. and find out what topic I believe uh, we can discuss. Okay. So Tiffany and I had a conversation. (laughs) I thought it was going to be 10 minutes. We were on the phone for five hours. Five. No joke. Hours. It was like five hours. Five hours. Yeah. When I say she is a wealth of knowledge, a wealth <laughs> of insight, and what, what made her so dope is that you're a hundred percent transparent. Oh yeah. And here on the Dear Future Wifey podcast, we promote transparency. We call mm-hmm. it lit. We want you to live intentionally and transparently. Absolutely. And so uh, you qualify. Thank you. You passed the test. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah so so you excited. made it. You made it. Thank so Tiffany. <laughs> The post that um, I'm quite sure you don't know what post I'm talking about that drew my interest uh, to you. So this post that you made, and I actually shared this post with a friend of mine who's going through um, a breakup. And this post goes back to October the 3rd, 2019. You posted this on Instagram. (laughs) And I'm going to read it. It says, they hurt you. They lied to you. And you feel violated. But don't be so hard on yourself. Take a moment. Take this moment. This moment of confusion. This moment of isolation. This moment of abandonment. This moment of questioning. This moment of anger. This moment of humiliation. This moment of devastation. And this moment of extreme pain. Marvel at your life. At this grief that will soften you. At this heartache that will wisen you. At this suffering that will strengthen you. Despite everything, you still grow. So be proud of this. Be proud of you. It hurts now but it will be okay. It has to be. Be kind to yourself in the process. I love you so, so much. Tiffany, when I say that post (laughs) spoke to my soul, what provoked this post? um, A breakup. A breakup. Um, And so it's, it's interesting. So that, um, that day, I, oh, I remember that day um, 
I would have to say, I think I may have like probably just, I, I was in such shock and I was in so much pain. Um, two of my really, really good friends, um, Stacy and, and Shannon, they end up coming to my home and I was in bed and I had the covers over my head. I was just so heartbroken and they were upset because they were rooting for this person. They were right. rooting for me. They were rooting for us. You know, they were aware. And these are friends that kind of tell me what it is. And one of the friends that had came with me, um, that had been there, she, I remember a couple months prior had said something that I will never, ever, ever forget for the rest of my life. And I, I love her for it. I was so angry when she said it cause it hurt my yeah, feelings yeah, so bad. Weird. She just said, you know, Tiff, I, I just, I love you. I know that he loves you and I know that you love him. But at the end of the day, how long are you going to allow yourself to not be loved properly? And, um, Boy, that right there. <laughs> I was like, excuse Ooh, me. Um, I was so offended because I was like, I, 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 I took it as I didn't love myself. Like yeah. I felt, I felt so attacked. Like, Oh, so you try to make it seem like I don't love myself or I don't allow people. Like you I'm just so letting, defensive in those moments. Oh my goodness. But then it, it lasted probably for about a second. And I kind of, thought about it. And I was just like, I, I don't know. You know. But in sitting with them, it's kind of like they gave me permission to just be completely open and vulnerable and transparent. And I just heard God say, like, you're, you're not alone. Like you're not by yourself. This, you're not the first person to get your heart broken. You know, right. I can only imagine how many heartbreaks my ancestors have had. Yeah, so, um, and so in, in the spirit of me just completely being, so authentic as I claim to be in that moment, I was like, I don't feel like faking the funk. This heartbreak is, doesn't break me. You know, it does. I'm not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, this heartbreak yeah. doesn't break me. No. You know how powerful that is? Uh, oftentimes we allow ourselves to be broken from a heartbreak mm -hmm. and we make ourselves, we, 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 convince ourselves that we have lost some level of value. Mm -hmm. uh, but for you to say this heartbreak didn't break me, it's powerful. Yeah. And we all need to walk away with that, with that understanding and knowledge. Today's podcast is called successfully single. And so Tiffany, yes. what does that mean to you? You, in our conversation, you said that you believe that you finally got to the place of mm -hmm. being successfully single. Now it's different from being successful. Right. While single. While single. Yeah. But you said successfully <laughs> single. What does yes. that mean? Um, I think it, I've just really kind of come to a point where, um, I've, I 100% love myself first and foremost. And, um, and I no longer take from myself in order to give love to someone else. I give love to myself and you get the overflow. Um, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you gotta let that marinate. Okay. Cause you gotta, you gotta give people a little moment to digest that. I will allow you to be loved from my overflow. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk on that. Um, ultimately, when you're really loving yourself, other people do love you. They want to love you. They, they want to give to you. I, I don't have any expectations on you to just continuously make me happy. I am happy whether you're here or not. And that's going to make someone want to be happy with you and be in that happy space. Because who doesn't want to be happy? Who doesn't want to feel good all right. the time? So, um, I, I recognize that and healing is a really big part of it. So I, I, I also want to kind of interject that I was going through my own spiritual journey yeah. that had nothing to do with that person. Yes. And when you're going through a spiritual journey, like a true spiritual awakening and a yes. recalibration of the mind, like at some point 
everybody thinks you're crazy. It's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. You think you're crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I can recall prior to October 3rd, um, we had went on a trip. We went on a golfing trip. And um, prior to that golfing trip, I had just lost my job. Okay. I'd had a horrible argument with my teenage son. And I had went through something else. That entire week was mm -hmm. jacked. So I was looking forward to this weekend to be my relief from everything that had happened. Okay. I was looking forward to us going somewhere and my problems being yes, solved yes. because I'm going to go and interact with someone that I love. And this person is now going to make me happy. I'm unhappy. I've been unhappy all yeah. this week. So I need you to fix it. Yeah. And, um, but, but prior to then there was some tension between he and I. And so I needed all of our problems to be fixed this weekend. I need my problems with this to be fixed. I need my problem with you to be fixed. <laughs> yeah. You've been acting some kind of way and I don't know what's going on, but I just know something's going on. This is how crazy uh -oh. I, I, I have the potential to be. Uh -oh. He wanted to take a nap Come testify. and I, and I, I was like, I need you to pay attention to me. Like you wanting to take a nap subconsciously felt like he, the insecurities yeah, was like you're rejecting me. You. You're yeah. not available to me. You are rejecting me in this moment. And I need your attention right now. Can't you see? I need your attention. I'm not telling you, but I need you're your not attention. telling them. You're not telling them why exactly. you're not telling them what you had gone through. Exactly. Exactly. And I popped off. I just remember going off. Like I start packing myself. I'm leaving. Da, 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 da. I mean, just stupid, just stupid. And he was just like, baby, just, just come, come lie down with me. He actually did that. He said, okay, just come lie down with me. I don't want to fight. And I was just like, blah, 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 blah. and it just was that little girl inside of yes. me, that internal scared little girl that said, you are not here to protect me. And I have all these problems. And, and I, that was some, you know, healing from childhood trauma that I had to still go through that I was going through. But in that moment, all that stuff kind of reared its ugly head. And so I remember him getting up and be like, this is too much. And all I heard was you're too much. <laughs> and it just became this big, huge thing. And so I say all that to say that um, when we first met, you know, I was very closed off because I had you know, gotten out of an abusive relationship. And so my first thinking was like, ain't nobody going to ever do nothing again to me. Da, 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 da. This is not, you know, I got to protect myself because no one else will protect me. And, um, and I won't say that I thought all men were bad, but I will say that in my mind, you're not going to get the opportunity to abuse me, to misuse me, to, to try to manipulate me at all. And so, um, you know, that was something that I kind of had to, to truly overcome. And it took so many years, yeah. um, of doing so. And, and so I'd say I probably kind of went into really, truly this spiritual journey, maybe in 2016, I used to be so angry yeah. when I was younger and it kind of continued into adulthood. Like I was the person that would totally stop, get out my car and like, ah, you know, it's, and it was like, for what, you know, why? like just wanting to fight because I felt like I had to fight through life. I've, I've been fighting my entire life to protect myself. And, and so one thing I used to always complain about was feeling very unprotected. And that goes just, um, comes from a lot of childhood trauma that I experienced. And so it, it's, it's interesting because you kind of come to a point to where you genuinely just want happiness. You genuinely just want 
I don't know. It's it's like you just want the weight lifted, yeah. the the anger lifted, the unforgiveness. Oh my gosh, yeah. I had to work on unforgiveness. Um, that was such an issue. And and I remember uh, Pastor Evans. I you know as a member of OCBF, and I remember Pastor Evans kind of explained forgiveness and reconciliation and and everything. And um and so I just felt like if I forgave you, that means that, that you're is, just going to come and you're yes. going to do it again. And I had to kind of really navigate through that and. And understand that forgiveness was not about the other person. It's it's about me and it's my relationship with God first and foremost. Have you always been transparent? I mean, openly? Like, would you ever reveal your scars to people? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. What? I, I used to have such a problem. Like, being vulnerable gave me anxiety. Yeah. I hated the word vulnerability. So I've always been transparent in the sense that I've always been an open book. You know, I'm very outgoing. I'm a total people person. I love to love on people. I'm fun. And, you know, that's just always been my personality. But to be truly transparent, and that was also something that I will I, I will 100% accept responsibility for in this relationship. At some point, I was so closed off. And not closed off like, I don't want you to hurt me. But I didn't even want him to know if I was struggling. I just, I, I didn't want him to know that, you know, I didn't have a whole bunch of money. I didn't want him to know. I didn't even tell him that I had been in an abusive relationship because I was like, you can't get any ideas. <laughs> like, I didn't want him to know that I come from a really crazy, messed up family. I was so afraid of people seeing those scars and judging me from them, but mostly because I was judging myself because those were my insecurities. And, um, and I didn't really know what it was like to be free, to genuinely yes. walk in your purpose yes. and, and to just be free and again to love yourself as God loves you. So you were on this you you've been on the spiritual journey mm -hmm. uh for a couple of years before the actual breakup happened. Yes. What Oof. after the breakup what happened? Where did you go mentally, emotionally, uh spiritually? What what happened? I dove into reflection. Just completely, um, I would have to say isolation and not in a negative way, yeah. more, more like solitude, I yeah. think. And that was something that I, I had done anyway. Like before that breakup, I had gone through all this healing and, and you know, I'd, I'd really come to a point to where I was comfortable with myself. And and what's crazy is the whole year prior leading up to that, we were so good. Like we were doing amazing, which is, I think, why I was so shocked. I was like, how did this happen? Um, <laughs> like we were doing so good. I've healed. What do you mean? Like, didn't you get my healing energy? What? I don't understand. Um, I've healed That's from my amazing, trauma. But that healing can act, man. That's a whole message in and of itself. Yes. Your healing could actually be the, the catalyst that says that even, you know, this particular relationship mm -hmm. may not be the best relationship for mm -hmm. you. But ultimately, I think it's really, truly just kind of coming to a point to where you find your person. But you can't find your person until you find yourself. Well, there it is. You know, so um, I've found myself and I'm I'm so comfortable with who I am and I love myself. Like I genuinely am like in love with myself and um and I feel like when you're in love with yourself, other people can't help but to be in love with you. That's absolutely true. That is absolutely <laughs> true. Um, I always say that not only do we give our freedom allows other people to be free, mm -hmm. but when you're in love with yourself, then people mm -hmm. uh, that that love is contagious. They follow suit. And, yeah. um, and yeah. so I'm proud of you. 
for being a woman that has overcome a lot of pain, a lot of anguish, uh, a very tumultuous past. And uh, that past that you've been through is not dictating your present nor your future. Right. And you still believe in love. Oh, of course. And I absolutely uh, rally behind love. And I'm proud of you for being that type of woman of intentionality, knowing exactly what you want in life and going after it. Um, How can people reach you? Um, well, my, my, my MySpace, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that uh-huh, tells, tells my age. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so my Instagram is I am underscore Tiffany Wade. And then I'm on Facebook just as Tiffany Wade. Well, thank you for coming to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Thank you for having me. I really, really enjoyed you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation that I had with Tiffany Wade. We always hear hashtag relationship goals. Well, I believe that there should be a hashtag single goals. And that single goal is to reach a place of freedom, a place of wholeness, a place of healing, and being successfully single. Dear future wifey, are you successfully single? Have you established a mindset of contentment in this season of being unwed to me? Have you been actively pursuing those dreams you are to accomplish during your singleness? Before God gifted Adam, his helpmate, Eve, he tasked him with naming the animals. My naming the animals task is pinning my first movie script in this very podcast. Though I'm enjoying this season of aloneness, you will not have to fight for a place in my life. I will wholeheartedly welcome you with open arms and an open heart free of soul ties. I commit to being totally healed and set free from any and all attachments. That's my definition of being successfully single. Genesis 2.18 states, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. The wait won't be long. I'm preparing a place for you, a golden throne in my heart, your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently. And don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.